Welcome to Healthy by Choice, a broadcast designed to bring powerful healing into your life today. Gaining and maintaining optimum health is possible at any age. That's what thousands are learning at CHIP, the complete health improvement program offered across the country and around the world. You can learn more at chiphealth.com. But now, get ready to enjoy some proven results and priceless benefits. I'm your Healthy by Choice host, Charles Mills. Our guest today is Dr. Hans Deal, founder of the Complete Health Improvement Program. And Dr. Deal, I want to share a question with you that I get a lot. People say, yes, Charles, we should be healthy. We should eat that all-important whole food, plant-based diet. But what if we want to, say, be a long-distance runner or a triathlete or our dream is to compete in the Olympics someday? Don't we need a little help from that pile of supplements and strength boosters and good old-fashioned bodybuilding red meat? Don't these things make us stronger, faster, and more competitive? Um, Dr. Deal, how would you answer those questions? Give me some help here. Well, I I just received the letter today. Uh, we wanted to have our book, Health Power, uh, possibly translated into Japanese. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the lady that promoted the... Uh, publication in Japan, Mm -hmm. came back and said, the Japanese, especially the Japanese doctors, are totally committed to the idea that the Japanese will live longer, they will grow taller if they have a strong meat-centered diet. And there's nothing I can do because some of the medical people are the ones that are pushing this idea of meat in Japan. You know, so what are you going to do? On the other hand, you know, we're becoming very much concerned today especially in the industrialized countries, that the diseases that we have today are really diseases of dietary abundance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The more of these uh, rich foods we have in our society, the more we have to worry about Western diseases, the more you have to worry about ecological issues. And then, of course, when you make your case to move more towards a plant food-centered diet Mm -hmm. and maybe to introduce Meatless Monday, you know, they have all these kind of programs that are springing up now. Uh, When you sort of make your case for these kind of various reasons, there's always something that, what? (laughs) How are you going to get enough protein? Mm -hmm. We have this idea that protein comes from meat. Yeah. We have this idea that uh, there's nothing you can do to satisfy your need for sufficient protein unless you have animal products. And I think the, uh, you know, to the credit of the uh, meat industry, the meat lobby, they've done an exceptional oh, job yes. in yes. selling our population on this idea that meat spells protein. Yeah. And we totally overlook the fact that protein is in almost any kind of food. I mean, you know, even in an orange, you have one gram of protein, and you only need about 40, 50 grams of protein to be in in very, very good health. We're probably suffering from an excessive amount of protein, which then expresses itself in kidney disease, in in osteoporosis, and all kinds of issues. When you talk to Dr. Campbell, he will tell you that what he found in China, in this huge study there, that um, uh, the high protein intake, animal protein intake, is probably, there's a close correlation with the cancer rates in, in society. What I can't believe this, and let's go back to the Japanese thing there for a minute, where they're insisting that they want to have this kind of diet so they can grow taller and, and whatnot, which has been an issue with the Japanese for centuries. 
Have they met us? Have they not looked across the Pacific Ocean to America and looked at us to see where that brought us? Have they not studied into our history, our medical history, to realize that, hey, that doesn't work? Yeah, well, yes and no. Uh, You have a good point. On the other hand, we have had American geniuses in marketing that went to Japan years ago and saw the Japanese on the idea, especially the the McDonald's chain. If you eat enough of our hamburgers... You will look like Americans. You have blue eyes and blonde hair. <laughs> You'll look like Americans on the outside, but you know what, Dr. Deal? You will look like Americans on the inside as well, and that's where yeah. the real problem is. That's where yeah. the problem is. That's right. You know, we had some powerful lessons from China. Yeah. It was difficult to find coronary artery disease in China. It was difficult to find this atherosclerosis, this narrowing of the arteries mm-hmm. in uh, Chinese simple farmers. I mean, we saw uh, autopsies studies of 85-year-old Chinese farmers, mm-hmm. and they had maybe 15, 20, 25% narrowing of the coronary arteries. That's what we find in 18-year-olds oh, in America. My. There it's 85, here it's 18. You know, it's a big difference. And we begin to realize that heart disease, which wasn't even in existence to speak of in any uh, manner and fashion uh, 100 years ago, now is claiming every third life. Now, you know, this idea of Do we get enough protein? You know, it's a very interesting idea that when you really look around, you find responsible people. You find powerful athletic people like Hank Aaron or Martina Navratilova, you know, the tennis lady there, uh, or Tony Robbins. You know, these are all powerful people. They write lots of books. They're valued. They're respected in the community, in the culture, in the world. And then you have now former President Bill Clinton. Yes. You know, guess what? What would they have in common? What they have in common is they all follow a meatless diet. And it's very interesting to me that, you know, while you have maybe one million strict vegetarians, there are probably 30 million people in America that are vegetarian diet inclined. They may not do it all the time, but they're moving in this direction. This is the future. This is the trend that we see moving towards a diet that is a simpler diet and uh, that is not taking good food and jam it through the stomach of an animal <laughs> and then with a 90% loss in efficiency mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, then you eat the animal and the animal then starts laughing and says I'm going to get you Buster <laughs> yeah, really? because I'll have the last laugh right with cholesterol oh. and saturated fat and all these kind of things yeah so you know it's very interesting that responsible people even athletes you know really begin to see the advantages of a diet that perhaps leaves out the animal products more and more and more and moves towards a plant food-centered diet, foods as grown. You know, Dr. Deal, I heard you interview Caldwell Esselstyn there, and I think it was in your front room, in your, in your den there. That's true. That's true. He told a story about some Indians, and they came up and they competed in the uh, Pikes Peak run. Do you remember mm-hmm. that at all? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. And, that's and, right. And they won the Pikes Peak thing, and they ate, what, three things? But there was all plants, just three things these people ate. And they beat everybody in America, all the tall, blue-eyed Americans. They beat them. That's right. Yeah, He talked about those Tarahumara Indians yes. from Central America who, who would run for two, three, four days and night. They're carrying torches and kicking uh, some wooden ball around. And they would have these annual uh, competitions between teams, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems that they could 
outrun anybody. Yeah. When they come to America, they're doing just fine. I mean, you look at these Kenyan runners yeah. in the marathon runs, right? Yeah. Who's going to win? Yeah. 10,000 meter runs. You know, people that live on very, very simple foods. Mm. So. I don't know why this is a hard sell, because uh, we have obvious examples throughout history of people who have uh, taken the, the, the route that you're saying in the Complete Health Improvement Program, the, the whole food plant-based way, the, the protein comes from plant sources. We have it proven, and you've, you, you've talked about this. Why is it being a hard sell? Why is it so difficult for us to look at a government like the Japanese and for my neighbor to believe the evidence when it is so overwhelming and powerful. You think it could be the taste buds? I, I'm going to have to say it has to be because there's no other reason for it. There is no other mm. reason. The scientific evidence does mm. not support what the taste buds mm. insist on. Yeah. I mean, just think about this. We are, we are slaughtering one million animals every hour mm. Mm. in this country, 24 hours a day. One million. And uh, what we are getting from that is, yeah, there is a certain taste experience uh, that has been conditioned. You know, all taste is really conditioned. It's, yes. it, it's yes. trained. Uh, and yet uh, these are the foods that exclusively carry cholesterol. Mm -hmm. These are the foods that, along with cheese, are the number one source of saturated fat, which causes the liver to go into overdrive in producing cholesterol, which then adds to the cholesterol that we eat. Mm -hmm. So whenever you have a high cholesterol, you have to worry about uh, circulation-related diseases. You have to worry about coronary disease. You have to worry about stroke. You have to worry about hearing loss. You have to worry about uh, visual impairment. Uh, you have to worry about uh, affecting the memory banks in your brain. Uh, you know, you have to worry about erectile dysfunction. You have to worry about all all these kind of things, because wherever you have the circulatory system, yeah. it becomes narrowed down. It's no longer as uh, as efficient and as optimal in its function mm -hmm. because of the narrowing and the hardening of these arteries because of these cholesterol and, and fats and calcium that settles inside the arteries. You know, I have to be careful because I get very frustrated about this, Dr. Deal, when I talk with you and I, and I know what the scientific evidence is and... We talked a little bit before the show that, that I have a pretty hard time defending what doesn't work. A lot of people have no problem at all defending what doesn't work. Well, we're going to eat meat because this and this and this. It doesn't work. And I just get frustrated sometimes. So I'm glad you're here to calm me down. And our listener, I, I hope that you, <laughs> I hope you'll listen to this man because he's here to calm me down and in a gentle, loving voice say what needs to be said. And Dr. Deal, I'm so glad that you do that. And that's something the Complete Health Improvement Program does well, on a regular basis. They, they calm people down and in love give them the truth. And that's what we're trying to do in this program as well. Well, let me think about something that might help you or help me to calm you down even further. Uh, maybe you can do it after the break time, right? <laughs> right. Think about that a little bit more. We're going to think about that. We'll take a short break, and Dr. Deal's going to calm me down, down during the break, and that's good. And we want to come back and, and try to motivate you, listener. That's what this whole thing is about. We're trying to motivate you with truth, with evidence, and we're trying to motivate you with love that there is a better way, that you don't have to be as sick as you are. You don't have to have a future that is dark with disease and doctor visits and diagnosis of horrible things. It doesn't have to be that way. And that's what we're trying to get across in talking to you on this program. So we'll take a short break. And when we come back, Calm Charles will be here with Dr. Hans Deal. So stay right where you are.
I felt that I was living a healthy lifestyle, but I was starting to uh, have a few problems that I attributed to aging. I did not consider myself obese, but I had gained 40 pounds over a period of about 25 years. My cholesterol was raising, my blood pressure was beginning to creep up, I was on medication, a series of medications for lowering my cholesterol, but the condition that affected my lifestyle the most was the osteoarthritis in my knees. I had very limited mobility and limited range of motion, constant pain, and this was affecting the interaction with my grandchildren. When I first began making changes through the CHIP program, pounds began to melt off right away. Inflammation and other symptoms of my osteoarthritis in my knees just disappeared. I was able to eliminate medication that I was taking for cholesterol. I felt so much better, had so much energy, and I truly believe I was healthier than I was in my 40s. CHIP has given me a second chance for an active life and a long life. I'm really looking forward to being an active part of my grandchildren's lives as they grow, and I've chosen to be healthy for the rest of my life. Are you ready to be healthy for the rest of your life? Visit chiphealth.com to begin your journey. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills, and I am much calmer now. Dr. Deal has been sharing some ideas with me to calm me down, and I'm saying to him, Dr. Deal, share it with our listeners as well. How do we calm down the people who are just insisting that there's only one way to strength and vitality and and long-distance running and becoming a triathlete, and that is to use all these supplements and all these strength boosters and good old-fashioned red meat? How do we calm their fears about losing it by going to the whole food plant-based diet? You know, the first thing we have to do is uh, help people understand that you don't build muscle with protein foods. Mm. Just because muscle consists of protein, we have this idea, the more protein I shove in, the bigger the muscles. Yeah, no, no, sure, no, 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 no. Sure. The muscles are only built, only built, in response to being activated. So the uh, utilization of muscles is causing the muscle to enlarge. And what you need is not protein. What you need is more calories because if you're working out, let's say you're working out for two or three hours, as some athletes do in the gym a day, you need to have enough calories to supplant what you burn off. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. but you don't need to have protein. I mean, when you shove protein into the body, thinking that this will build up the protein in your muscle, what you do is you're burning. It's just like putting uh, rosewood into a fireplace hmm. to get some heat when you could have used pine wood. Okay. I mean, why would you want to burn rosewood, yes, very expensive, yeah. rare wood, yeah. when uh, you need? calories you need heat that's all Mm -hmm. and so that's what we need to first establish against the popular opinion that all these weight lifters and all these uh, muscle people have you got to have more protein to build the body no you need to exercise these muscles within the context of having enough calories enough energy coming in so that's number one Mm -hmm. number two i'll give you an example Uh, do you remember um 
Carl Lewis. Oh, yes. Very famous runner. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he is sort of uh, associated with being the um, American track and field star, right? And he was also, if I remember, the United Nations Goodwill Ambassador who won 10 Olympic gold medals. Mm. Well, that wasn't quite right. I think he was nine gold medals and one silver medal. I mean, think about this. This man spanned uh, four Olympiads. Hmm. I mean, when people are being called to compete in the Olympic Games, two times in a row. I mean, that is an achievement, right? Mm -hmm. But this man did it in 1984, in 1988, in 1992, and in 1996. I mean, that's four Olympiads in a row. And what happened is that, you know, as you know, uh, he was uh, track and field. uh, He was particularly strong in the 100 meters. Mm -hmm. He established several world records in the 200 meters. And, of course, then he also ran the four times 100 meter relay. Mm And then he was also very, very well known, particularly for his records in the long jump. Remember those long jumps? kind of looks funny when you see them, right? Oh, (laughs) these guys are flying through the air. It's amazing. That's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, again, he had now four, five, six, seven, eight gold medals in a row. Mm. And then it came to getting ready for the Atlanta Olympic Games, and he didn't think that he could do it. I mean, he said he was getting older. Um, He also mentioned uh, that he was troubled by gaining weight. And he said he was skipping meals uh, in order to lose weight. And uh, it was just just around that time, uh, about before he was thinking about the Atlanta Olympic Games, he met two men, and they changed his life. One was Jay Cordich, the juice man. You know, he promoted juicing uh, as a way to um, to strengthen the immune system and to reduce the risk of disease. Yeah, that was Jay Cordich, okay. the juice man. And then he also met one of my special colleagues, one that I admire greatly, Dr. John McDougall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, apparently he ran into John McDougall, and John, Dr. McDougall challenged Carl Lewis to go plant-based. He said, go plant-based and you don't have to worry about weight anymore. Hmm. You will also have a strong immune system. You will be very, very, very strong. And so over the next eight months, that's exactly what Carl Lewis did. He followed a vegan diet, which is a very strict vegetarian diet. No animal products, no milk, no cheese, no eggs. You know, strictly uh, a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. And over the next eight months, He kind of got along all right, but he said he got somewhat concerned because he felt kind of um, weak. He he felt like maybe I'm missing out on the protein. And so he called up Dr. McDougall and said, look, uh, I don't really feel really uh, the strength that I used to have. Uh, I think I'm short on protein. And McDougall said to him, "Uh uh-uh, it's not that. You feel listless because you have changed your diet and you don't get enough calories in. Because when you eat a lot of vegetables, when you eat a lot of salads, you have good nutrition. But you don't get enough calories in. I mean, you are training for Olympics, and you are two, three, four hours in the gym every day. I mean, it's very difficult getting enough calories. It's not a protein deficiency. It's a calorie deficiency. And so he said, look, what I want you to do is uh, cut back on the uh, raw foods and eat more potatoes, eat more beans, eat more whole grains, and load it up, man, and you'll be okay. (laughs) And that's exactly what he did. 
It was a lack of calories. And so he followed through on his very simple diet. Uh, then he wrote in one of the cookbooks that he endorsed. It's a vegetarian cookbook. Uh, he wrote there, can a world-class athlete get enough protein from a vegetarian diet to compete? I found that a person does not need protein for meat to be a successful athlete. In fact, he said, my best year of trek competition was the first year I ate a vegan diet. Wow. And here's what happened. Wow. Here's what happened. You know, before, uh, you know, before he got ready to think about Atlanta, mm -hmm. four years prior, he follows a very simple vegetarian diet. And he said, I never felt better. And my weight got under control. I had the endurance. Uh, and when Atlanta came around in 1996, I entered the long jump. I knew it was probably my last time. I'd done it now for 12, 13, 14 years. I entered the long jump. And again, he won the gold medal <laughs> being a much older person now. And this time on a very simple diet. Oh, that's I mean, this sort of, at least, I mean, it's one case, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one case. You could say, well, maybe he was lucky or he won in spite of it. No. But, I mean, you have people like uh, uh, Navratilova. You have Hank Aaron. I mean, you can make a case. You have uh, uh, today more and more people are following a simpler diet because it provides everything you need, including the best protein that doesn't have all the side effects for the cholesterol and everything else. Mm. You know Robert Cheek. We've interviewed him on this program before. He is a, a vegan mm -hmm. bodybuilder. And this man has muscles out to here. I mean, this guy looks like uh, Charles <laughs> Atlas. And he doesn't eat meat at all. He's as strong as can be, and he's always going. He's an amazing person. When I interviewed him, I asked him, you know, what do you eat like a tree of apples before you go? <laughs> and, and he says, yes, when, when I go work out, I increase my calories by using these high-calorie mm -hmm. whole food, plant-based foods. And exactly what you say, it is the calories that keeps you going. It's the calories that make you use the muscles. And as you're using the muscles, you're building the muscles. So it comes down to calories, not protein. You get enough protein in the plant food diet. But if you want to build body, if you, if you want to run up the mountain, if you want to jump across the thing there, it's calories. It's all about calories. And that's good news because calories in the whole food plant-based arena tastes wonderful. I have to say this from personal experience. You know, Carl Lewis, as I, as I looked at uh, some of his writings, uh, let me read this to you here. This is amazing. He said, uh, he said, now this is Carl Lewis, he said, keep in mind that eating a very simple vegetarian diet does require a commitment mm -hmm. yes. to being good to your body yes. Yes. and to acting responsibly towards the world around you. He talks here about uh, ecology and so on, these things, uh, ethics about uh, um, slaughtering animals and so on. Most of us, he said, are not aware of how much damage we do to our bodies and to our world by the way we eat. Mm. He said, I challenge you to write on everything you eat and drink for one week. You will probably be amazed at the amount of snacks you eat, mm. the different ways in which milk and cream and cheese are a part of our diet, and worst of all, how much fast food you consume. And then he says, most snacks, such as cookies, chips, candy, french fries, soft drinks, are highly processed foods yes. that have lost many of their useful nutrients. Worse still, he says, most of these foods are loaded with fat, salt, chemicals. For instance, uh, a one tube of Pringles, you know those seven ounces of yes, potato uh -huh. chips, yes. has the same number of calories as you find in 10 medium-sized baked potatoes. Wow. wow. But 
70 times the amount of fat and 20 times the amount of salt. So, you know, it's much better to go and eat the potatoes as they come in nature <laughs> than to get them refined. I guess so. So, you know, Carl Lewis knew what he was doing and he was rewarded for it. Uh, he was on his way out. Uh, after three Olympic Games, he was gaining weight. He was getting discouraged. He turned towards a simpler diet. And what did he find? Mm -hmm. He found he was champion again, gold medal, that I believe that world record is still standing. Yeah. Uh, an incredible feat to put to rest, at least in this case, mm -hmm. that you can perform exceedingly well as long as you get enough calories into your system. See. It's not the genes, it is the calories. It's, it's not who you are, it's how you treat your body. These are important messages that we try to get across. And listener, the Complete Health Improvement Program is all about finding the Carl Lewis in you and letting you <laughs> yes, be what you yes. want to be. Yes, what, yes, what, yes. what is that? You, you, want, you want to be, be an old guy that's, that's healthy and can enjoy your grandkids? Okay, that is what your goal is. That's fine. You may not want to jump across this thing and run around this place with people yelling at you in the, in the Olympic Stadium. That's fine, too. Mm -hmm. If you want to just be there for your grandchildren, if you want to get rid of the medicines you're taking, many of them, if you want to just lower your health care costs, whatever your goal is, uh, you can find an avenue, a pathway to that goal by using this simple diet that Carl Lewis and many of these athletes are using today. That's a very inspiring story, Dr. Deal. Well, yeah, you know, he was born in 1961, and that was 1996, so he was 35 years of age, mm -hmm. and he is the only human being that defended the long jump record, the gold medal, three times over a period of four Olympiads. Amazing, an absolutely amazing athletic performance. Well, now I feel real old because I was like in grade school when he was born, and so you have made me feel very old, which is a good reason for me to take care of myself so I can outlive everyone. That's my goal. I want to live to be 100. That's what I want to do. So now you're feeling bad. Uh, I have to, we have to do a program pretty soon again where I'm going to build you up again. Build and, me up uh, again. Give you some no, optimism. No. Right? I have lots of optimism because the good news is, it's, this is all good news. It's all good. We're telling people what they can do to bring their dreams to fruition. We're telling people what they need to do to be there to enjoy life, and that's the good thing that people discover every time there's a complete health improvement program that goes on. And I got to say, Dr. Deal, yes. as founder of this program, you must find great personal satisfaction in seeing people's lives changed in these rather dramatic ways. How does that feel for you? Well, I'd say it's very humbling. Uh, the other day, uh, one lady called me up and she said, uh, my daughter wants to name uh, our grandson after you, I said, oh, no, not Hansi. <laughs> oh, man. oh, I thought she was going to call him Chip. But, anyway, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, Chip on the shoulder, chip right? Chip on the shoulder, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. Well, this is, this is good news, and this is encouraging news. And, Dr. Deal, I want to thank you for taking the time today to spend time with mm. us, telling us that there is hope for us down the road. And whatever our goal is, whatever mm. our attainment that we want to reach is, we can do that when we take care of ourselves, just like Carl Lewis. Just like Carl Lewis, we all can be winner yes. in the game of life. 
but we need to make some sound and uh, responsible choices, mm. especially how we eat, how we live, All because right. that determines how we die. And that is what ChipHealth.com can do for you, listener. Go to that website. You can become part of the Complete Health Improvement Program. Find out if one is coming near to your house. And if it is, just run, walk, take your wheelchair, whatever it has to be, get there and enjoy learning how you can be better than you are. That's at ChipHealth.com. And we all want to be better than we are, including me. Dr. Deal, again, thank you so much for being with us today. Appreciate your words of wisdom. Thank you. And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Hans Deal inviting you to be healthy by choice. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about Healthy by Choice, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651. You can also email us through our website at 3abn.org. 